Part 3 of Chapter 7 of Pilot's Handbook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Pilot's Handbook of Aeronautical Knowledge by the FAA. Chapter 7, Part 3 Electronic Flight Display. E. F. D. Advances in digital displays and solid-state electronic components have been introduced into the flight decks of General Aviation GA, aircraft. In addition to the improvement in system reliability, which increases overall safety, electronic flight displays EFD, have decreased the overall cost of equipping aircraft with state-of-the-art instrumentation. Primary electronic instrumentation packages are less prone to failure than their analog counterparts. No longer is it necessary for aircraft designers to create cluttered panel layouts in order to accommodate all necessary flight instruments. Instead, Multi-panel digital flight displays combine all flight instruments onto a single screen, which is called a primary flight display, PFD. The traditional six-pack of instruments is now displayed on one liquid crystal display, LCD, screen. Airspeed Tape Configured similarly to traditional panel layouts, the ASI is located on the left side of the screen and is displayed as a vertical speed tape. As the aircraft increases in speed, the larger numbers descend from the top of the tape. The TAS is displayed at the bottom of the tape through the input to the Air Data Computer, ADC, from the outside air temperature probe. Airspeed markings for VX, VY, and rotation speed, VR, are displayed for pilot reference. An additional pilot-controlled airspeed bug is available to set at any desired reference speed. As on traditional analog ASIs, the electronic airspeed tape displays the color-coded ranges for the flap operating range, normal range, and caution range. Figure 7-12. The number value changes color to red when the airspeed exceeds VNE to warn the pilot of exceeding the maximum speed limitation. Attitude Indicator One improvement over analog instrumentation is the larger attitude indicator on EFD. The artificial horizon spans the entire width of the PFD, figure 7-12. This expanded instrumentation offers better reference through all phases of flight and all flight maneuvers. The attitude indicator receives its information from the attitude heading and reference system, AHRS. Altimeter the altimeter is located on the right side of the PFD, figure 7-12. As the altitude increases, the larger numbers descend from the top of the display tape, 
with the current altitude being displayed in the black box in the center of the display tape. The altitude is displayed in increments of 20 feet. Vertical Speed Indicator VSI. The VSI is displayed to the right of the altimeter tape and can take the form of an arced indicator or a vertical speed tape. Figure 7-12. Both are equipped with a vertical speed bug. Heading Indicator The heading indicator is located below the artificial horizon and is normally modeled after a horizontal situation indicator, HSI. Figure 7-12. As in the case of the attitude indicator, the heading indicator receives its information from the magnetometer which feeds information to the AHRS unit and then out to the PFD. Turn Indicator The turn indicator takes a slightly different form than the traditional instrumentation. A sliding bar moves left and right below the triangle to indicate deflection from coordinated flight. Figure 7-12 and errata. Reference for coordinated flight comes from accelerometers contained in the AHRS unit. Tachometer. The sixth instrument normally associated with the six-pack package is the tachometer. This is the only instrument that is not located on the PFD. The tachometer is normally located on the multifunction display, MFD. In the event of a display screen failure, it is displayed on the remaining screen with the PFD flight instrumentation, figure 7-13. Slip Skid Indicator The Slip Skid Indicator, figure 7-12, is the horizontal line below the roll pointer. Like a ball in a turn and slip indicator, a bar width off-center is equal to one ball width displacement. Turn Rate Indicator The turn rate indicator, illustrated in Figure 7-12, is typically found directly above the rotating compass card. Tick marks to the left and right of the lever line denote the turn, standard rate versus half-standard rate typically denoted by a trend line. If the trend vector is extended to the second tick mark, the aircraft is in a standard rate turn. Individual panel displays are able to be configured for a variety of aircraft simply by installing different software packages, figure 7-14. Manufacturers are also able to upgrade existing instrument displays in a similar manner eliminating the need to replace individual gauges in order to upgrade. Air Data Computer, ADC. Electronic flight displays utilize the same type of instrument inputs as traditional analog gauges. However, the processing system is different. The pitot-static inputs are received by an ADC. The ADC computes the difference between the total pressure and the static pressure and generates the information necessary to display the airspeed on the PFD. Outside air temperatures are also monitored and introduced into various components within the system, 
as well as being displayed on the PFD screen. Figure 7-15. The ADC is a separate solid-state device which, in addition to providing data to the PFD, is capable of providing data to the autopilot control system. In the event of system malfunction, the ADC can quickly be removed and replaced in order to decrease downtime and maintenance turnaround times. Altitude information is derived from the static pressure port, just as an analog system does. However, the static pressure does not enter a diaphragm. The ADC computes the received barometric pressure and sends a digital signal to the PFD to display the proper altitude readout. Electronic flight displays also show trend vectors, which show the pilot how the altitude and airspeed are progressing. Trend Vectors Trend vectors are magenta lines which move up and down both the ASI and the altimeter. Figures 7-16 and 7-17 Errata Refer to the Instrument Flying Handbook. The ADC computes the rate of change and displays the six-second projection of where the aircraft will be. Pilots can utilize the trend vectors to better control the aircraft's attitude. By including the trend vectors in the instrument scan, pilots are able to precisely control airspeed and altitude. Additional information can be obtained by referencing the Instrument Flying Handbook or specific avionics manufacturer's training material. Gyroscopic Flight Instruments Several flight instruments utilize the properties of a gyroscope for their operation. The most common instruments containing gyroscopes are the turn coordinator, heading indicator, and the attitude indicator. To understand how these instruments operate requires knowledge of the instrument power systems, gyroscopic principles, and the operating principles of each instrument. Gyroscopic Principles Any spinning object exhibits gyroscopic properties. A wheel or rotor designed and mounted to utilize these properties is called a gyroscope. Two important design characteristics of an instrument gyro are great weight for its size, or high density, and rotation at high speed with low friction bearings. There are two general types of mountings. The type used depends upon which property of the gyro is utilized. A freely or universally mounted gyroscope is free to rotate in any direction about its center of gravity. Such a wheel is said to have three planes of freedom. The wheel or rotor is free to rotate in any plane in relation to the base and is balanced so that, with the gyro wheel at rest, it remains in the position in which it is placed. Restricted or semi-rigidly mounted gyroscopes are those mounted so that one of the planes of freedom is held fixed in relation to the base. There are two fundamental properties of gyroscopic action, rigidity in space and precession. Rigidity in space Rigidity in space refers to the principle that a gyroscope remains in a fixed position in the plane in which it is spinning. 
An example of rigidity in space is that of a bicycle wheel. As the bicycle wheels increase speed, they become more and more stable in their plane of rotation. This is why a bicycle is very unstable and very maneuverable at low speeds, and very stable and less maneuverable at higher speeds. By mounting this wheel, or gyroscope, on a set of gimbal rings, the gyro is able to rotate freely in any direction. Thus, if the gimbal rings are tilted, twisted, or otherwise moved, the gyro remains in the plane in which it was originally spinning. Figure 7-18 Precession Precession is the tilting or turning of a gyro in response to a deflective force. The reaction to this force does not occur at the point at which it was applied. Rather, it occurs at a point that is 90 degrees later in the direction of rotation. This principle allows the gyro to determine a rate of turn by sensing the amount of pressure created by a change in direction. The rate at which the gyro precesses is inversely proportional to the speed of the rotor and proportional to the deflective force. Using the example of the bicycle, precession acts on the wheels in order to allow the bicycle to turn. While riding at normal speed, it is not necessary to turn the handlebars in the direction of the desired turn. A rider simply leans in the direction that he or she wishes to go. Since the wheels are rotating in a clockwise direction when viewed from the right side of the bicycle, if a rider leans to the left, a force is applied to the top of the wheel to the left. The force actually acts 90 degrees in the direction of rotation, which has the effect of applying a force to the front of the tire, causing the bicycle to move to the left. There is a need to turn the handlebars at low speeds because of the instability of the slowly turning gyros and also to increase the rate of turn. Precession can also create some minor errors in some instruments. Figure 7-19 Precession can cause a freely spinning gyro to become displaced from its intended plane of rotation through bearing friction, etc. Certain instruments may require corrective realignment during flight, such as the heading indicator. Sources of power In some aircraft, all the gyros are vacuum, pressure, or electrically operated. In other aircraft, vacuum or pressure systems provide the power for the heading and attitude indicators, while the electrical system provides the power for the turn coordinator. Most aircraft have at least two sources of power to ensure at least one source of bank information is available if one power source fails. The vacuum or pressure system spins the gyro by drawing a stream of air against the rotor vanes to spin the rotor at high speed, much like the operation of a water wheel or turbine. The amount of vacuum or pressure required for instrument operation varies, but is usually between 4.5 inches of mercury and 5.5 inches of mercury. One source of vacuum for the gyros is a vane-type engine-driven pump that is mounted on the accessory case of the engine. Pump capacity varies in different airplanes, depending on the number of gyros. 
A typical vacuum system consists of an engine-driven vacuum pump, relief valve, air filter, gauge, and tubing necessary to complete the connections. The gauge is mounted in the aircraft's instrument panel and indicates the amount of pressure in the system. Vacuum is measured in inches of mercury less than ambient pressure. As shown in Figure 7-20, air is drawn into the vacuum system by the engine-driven vacuum pump. It first goes through a filter, which prevents foreign matter from entering the vacuum or pressure system. The air then moves through the attitude and heading indicators, where it causes the gyros to spin. A relief valve prevents the vacuum pressure, or suction, from exceeding prescribed limits. After that, the air is expelled overboard or used in other systems, such as for inflating pneumatic de-icing boots. It is important to monitor vacuum pressure during flight, because the attitude and heading indicators may not provide reliable information when suction pressure is low. The vacuum, or suction gauge, is generally marked to indicate the normal range. Some aircraft are equipped with a warning light that illuminates when the vacuum pressure drops below the acceptable level. When the vacuum pressure drops below the normal operating range, the gyroscopic instruments may become unstable and inaccurate. Cross-checking the instruments routinely is a good habit to develop. Turn Indicators Aircraft use two types of turn indicators, turn and slip indicator and turn coordinator. Because of the way the gyro is mounted, the turn and slip indicator shows only the rate of turn in degrees per second. The turn coordinator is mounted at an angle, or canted, so it can initially show roll rate. When the roll stabilizes, it indicates rate of turn. Both instruments indicate turn direction and quality, coordination, and also serve as a backup source of bank information in the event an attitude indicator fails. Coordination is achieved by referring to the inclinometer, which consists of a liquid-filled curved tube with a ball inside, figure 7-21. Turn and slip indicator. The gyro in the turn and slip indicator rotates in the vertical plane, corresponding to the aircraft's longitudinal axis. A single gimbal limits the planes in which the gyro can tilt, and a spring tries to return it to center. Because of precession, a yawing force causes the gyro to tilt left or right, as viewed from the pilot seat. The turn and slip indicator uses a pointer, called the turn needle, to show the direction and rate of turn. The turn and slip indicator is incapable of tumbling off its rotational axis because of the restraining springs. When extreme forces are applied to a gyro, the gyro is displaced from its normal plane of rotation, rendering its indications invalid. Certain instruments have specific pitch and bank limits that induce a tumble of the gyro. Turn Coordinator The gimbal in the turn coordinator is canted. Therefore, its gyro can sense both rate of roll and rate of turn. 
since turn coordinators are more prevalent in training aircraft. This discussion concentrates on that instrument. When rolling into or out of a turn, the miniature aircraft banks in the direction the aircraft is rolled. A rapid roll rate causes the miniature aircraft to bank more steeply than a slow roll rate. The turn coordinator can be used to establish and maintain a standard rate turn by aligning the wing of the miniature aircraft with the turn index. Figure 7-22 shows a picture of a turn coordinator. There are two marks on each side, left and right, of the face of the instrument. The first mark is used to reference a wing's level zero rate of turn. The second mark, on the left and right side of the instrument, serve to indicate a standard rate of turn. A standard rate turn is defined as a turn rate of 3 degrees per second. The turn coordinator indicates only the rate and direction of turn. It does not display a specific angle of bank. End of chapter 7, part 3.